Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome once again to the WP Builds Podcast. You've reached episode number 360, entitled Synchronizing Data and Design with Jorge Casals from DataPocket. It was published on Thursday, the 8th of February, 2024. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and I'll be joined by Jorge in a few moments to chat about DataPocket. But before then, a few bits of housekeeping. The first thing to mention is we produce quite a bit of stuff over at WP Builds, and the best way to find out about that is to head to our schedule page. It's got the amazingly titled URL, wpbuilds.com forward slash, wait for it, schedule. And over there, you're going to find a calendar. That calendar, if you click on the events that we're putting on, you'll be able to add them to your own calendar, typically Apple Calendar or Google Calendar, something like that. You'll see that we've got a This Week in WordPress show every single Monday. I'm joined live by a bunch of WordPressers, and we chat through the WordPress news from the most recent week. We've also got a Speed It Up show with Sabrina Zidane, and in those shows we attempt to unravel one single thing that you can do to speed up your website, not just WordPress website. So it's tools and tips and tricks, and also you'll see a bunch of other shows peppered in there as well. They are not each and every week, but you'll see them as and when they occur. If you want to watch us live, it's always wpbuilds.com forward slash live at the time in the calendar. The other thing to mention is that we are open to sponsorships. If you would like to get your message out in front of a WordPress specific audience, head to wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise to find out more. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients, and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by heading to go.me forward slash WP builds once more, go.me forward slash WP builds and sincere thanks to GoDaddy Pro for their ongoing support of the WP Builds podcast. Okay, what have we got for you today? Well, it's an episode with Jorge Casals. He has a service called DataPocket. And DataPocket, it is something you can use to synchronize all sorts of information flowing between your design tools and your e-commerce store. There's a little bit more to it than that, but we talk about why Jorge decided to design this product and how he believes it's revolutionizing e-commerce by automating content creation and synchronizing all of the different assets between your teams. It's really interesting. I think I got a little bit lost in the weeds at various points and didn't quite understand what it was all about. But hopefully, if you listen to Jorge, you'll get a better understanding. I hope that you enjoy it. I am joined on the podcast today by Jorge Casals. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, great. Nice to nice to bump into you online. We're going to be talking today about a, a product that you and your team have been building. I confess, we've been talking probably for a couple of minutes before the conversation started, and you've been getting me up to speed. So I am by no means an expert in this, and it's quite likely that during the course of the conversation, I will say things which are entirely incorrect, but it's called Data Pocket. Um, I'm going to encourage people 
at any point during this podcast. If you don't know what we're on about or you're getting confused, go to datapocket.app. That's two Ps, datapocket.app. Go there and you'll be able to poke around on that website. Prior to that, though, Jorge, I wonder if you wouldn't mind just telling us a little bit about yourself. So it's a personal question. Just tell us about your your yeah. background, your work with technology, WordPress, whatever it may be. Yeah, so um, well, my background is not really technology from the beginning. I'm actually a psychologist. And it turned out that I, I used to live in London when I was a kid. And my dad has always been working in technology. So I decided to jump into a startup when I was 18 and discover the world of digital marketing. But I was already enrolled in psychology and I really wanted to finish first. <laughs> but once I finished, I went straight into tech companies, uh, different startups. And what really made the change in my life was when I worked for Epic Games in London, yeah. um, the yeah. for Fortnite creators. Yeah, yeah. Huge um, company. Yeah, there yeah. is where I learned all about digital marketing, really. That's uh, a bit of my background. And then I joined this company where we had no idea about WordPress, really, but we really needed to develop a plugin in order to connect WooCommerce to one of our first SaaS products, which was called Filkers. Uh, it was built two years ago now. And that's when I discovered the, the amazing <laughs> WordPress community, really. And I started to do lots of meetups, uh, join um, as a speaker, most of them. And as of last year, I was a work, work on Europe organizer. Nice. And this year, I've just been accepted for for the new one for 2024. Ah, Torino. Re really, really excited. Yeah, yeah. Really excited. Oh, that's great. Oh, well, th thank you. Firstly, thank you for your contributions to WordPress. This obviously is a WordPress podcast. The product that we're going to be talking about today, as I said, is called Data Pocket. And, and there's definitely overlaps with WordPress, but I feel that this, this product goes way further than WordPress. I mean, WordPress is one of the potential use cases, but as we'll discuss, you really can go in all sorts of directions. It feels like this is for teams primarily, possibly teams with um, designers and marketing wings and all of that kind of stuff. It's all about keeping your team in sync. And okay, it's over to you. You've got a background in psychology. You're into marketing. You've got like you've got the two minute pitch. Tell us, tell us what Data Pocket is in the briefest possible way. Yeah, so Data Pocket, the idea is that it acts as the bridge between all sort of content and design. And when I say content, is that we are not just a digital asset management, which would be the typical dam. Uh, we go one step farther and we also synchronize uh, text along with the images. So designers are able to connect their data sources. It can be WordPress, it can be WooCommerce, it can be uh, CSV, it can be uh, an API, and bring all that content into Figma, Canva, and Adobe in just uh, a few clicks. Right, right. Okay, so let me just try to summarize. And if I fail at this, <laughs> you must correct me because it's quite likely yeah. that I will. I'm imagining something a little bit like Google Drive or Dropbox, where Data Pocket is like the source of truth. Every, everything gets synced back to Data Pocket. Then all these 
all these other services can reach into data pockets. So, for example, let's say that we're dealing with design. Um, Figma or Canva can reach in and say, okay, somebody's requested the latest version of the shoe catalog. We're, we're, we're a WooCommerce shop and we're selling shoes, but our team want the latest version. And so they can suck it out. They can fiddle with it in their design tool of choice. I just mentioned a couple, but obviously, you know, Canva, yeah. Photoshop, Illustrator, Figma, the list goes on. You can interact with all of those things and then just save it. And the team elsewhere let's say the marketing team who don't know anything about photoshop they could interact with it in their own tool of choice and it should all just work and so we've got this one source of truth this one document flow and that's the point yeah so here um i'm gonna add a few things into that i think um the idea here is that uh designers can work um let's say collaboratively uh, with other designers when they use different design platforms. So here again, as you said, if we connect a WooCommerce uh, and you go to Canva, inside Canva, all you have to do is open DataPocket as an official app. If you go to Figma, you open a plugin that is called DataPocket. And if you go to Photoshop or Illustrator, you open a an extension. So it depending on the design platform, it has a name. But when you open an extension, a plugin, or an app that is called DataPocket, you always have the same set of information at the same time. Okay. So it's always synchronized. So, okay, let's try and imagine a scenario here then where this is going to be useful. Okay, so let's imagine I am using Canva, online tool, done in the browser, really simple design tool. You are using Photoshop with its myriad almost overwhelming number of options and you've got an image on there and that image also contains a few layers of text um so how does that work if you start to change things in your photoshop do i see that in real time in canva so let's say that the word i don't know sale is in that image and you delete the word sale and you you add a certain i don't know a certain color layer to the image so that it's a bit redder than it was before do I see that in real time in Canva? That's the bit that I'm sort of missing. How does that all work? No, not, not, not really. What, what we're trying to solve here is um, for individuals. So imagine you're just by yourself and you use Canva. You will just connect Data Pocket um, with your data source. Uh, let, let's talk about WooCommerce now that we are in the WordPress ecosystem. So we connect our WooCommerce and what happens is that we have our catalog connected to Canva thanks to DataPocket. And then whatever you do with Canva is your choice. So your exports, your uh, downloads, your sharing, that's totally up to you. What we're trying to do is to solve the problem of managing all the images, all the folders, all the latest prices, all the, all the titles, the spelling mistakes, and all of those onto one platform. What happens is that if you want to use DataPocket with your team, it doesn't mean that you guys will have uh, designs uh, being updated in real time thanks to DataPocket, because that's up to the platform that you're using, right? So the idea here is that when you work with a team, uh, sometimes happens that the social manager, the social media manager will probably use Canva 
but your graphic designer will probably use Figma or Photoshop. The idea here is that all three of them can use the same data source. So we know that they're all designing with the latest images and they're designing with the latest prices always. But it doesn't mean that they're going to be sharing the design. That should go then onto, let's say, Dropbox, Google Drive, or X. So I, I am now definitely confused. So the, <laughs> the, the, the principle here is that there's this one source of data. So rather than it being a bit like Google Docs, where you can obviously collaborate and you can see changes in real time, if, if you and I are in a Google Doc, and you start typing things. I see it. It happens right in front of my eyes. This yeah. is more like some sort of version control, is it? Where the I, I operate in Canva. When I'm finished, I close it down. It's then synced back to DataPocket so that anybody else who subsequently comes to it and wants to operate on it, be that in WooCommerce or any other thing, they can yeah. they can access the, the, the most up-to-date version. So rather than it being synchronous changes, it's like um, it's like version control. It just keeps a track of the, the, the latest version, a bit like a, a Dropbox folder would. Kind of, yeah. It really depends on the platform that you're using, right? So if you use Canva and for some reason you're using Canva Teams, then, for example, you and I, we could be using the same data pocket and be creating uh, the same design at the same time with our WooCommerce data. But if you are an individual, then you will be using Canva by yourself, if that makes sense. We, we don't really synchronize the end design onto DataPocket. We are just the connection between the data source and the design platform. We're kind of like the bridge in between. So... It's more simple I, than you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of struggling. I've got to say, I'm kind of struggling to see if it's not what I'm imagining it is, and I can't understand no, what it is from what no, you just because said. We don't, Explain it again. We don't, we don't synchronize the design that you do. That's up to you, really. That's up to you if you want to send it on an email after, or if you want to save it on your Dropbox or your Google Drive. All we do is being the bridge between the data source, so all your images, the texts, the prices, so you can have those inside your design platform. So you always design with the latest uh, version of your catalog or your website or your API. That's all we do. Then what you do after with your Canva designs or with your Figma designs, that's totally up to you. So again, you're going to have to you're going to have to suffer my my incredible ignorance here. So. Give me a real-world example. Give me, give me an example right. of a customer that you've currently got who've come to you and their previous workflow was terrible and you've given them DataPocket and they've gone away and figured all that out and, and they've come back to you and said, okay. it's great, it's working. Sh tell me how that works in real world. <laughs> okay, so one of the biggest uh, WooCommerce in the world for socks, for example. Nice. They're using DataPocket to create their social ads in Canva every single day because all they do is they went to wordpress.org, they, they downloaded the plugin uh, data pocket, they copy this um, API key that we give them, and you synchronize that with data pocket and then go to Canva, open data pocket, and all you can see now is your whole WooCommerce catalog inside of Canva, 
and with a simple drag and drop you can start creating all your social ads in just a few seconds so and that's it, all they do yeah so in in your scenario the, the the people who are using wordpress can see everything that's been done by the people that are using canva so I'm guessing the principle here is is really it's just a time saver. It's allowing because I mean everything that you've described is entirely possible with email, for example. But it's a real pain in the neck to do all of that, and everything gets exactly. out of sync, and nobody quite knows where they are and what version they should be up to, and and all of that kind of stuff. So it's that basically it. It's saving you time and it's ease of use. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, so and making and always always making sure, for example, that. It, you really need to think of the scenario of, of uh, being behind an e-commerce, for example. Uh, one of the teams will be updating new images. Another team will be de dealing with prices. And another team might be dealing with text. And they communicate via, I don't know, Slack or email, yeah, etc. Yeah, yeah. But with this, the designers, which is the fourth team, really, they would just focus on designing, knowing that the back end is always updated. Thanks to Data Pocket, because we we act as the bridge in between the, the synchronization between platforms, really. So, is the idea that you set this up and you you never really interact directly with Data Pocket again, or exactly. am I you kind never... of logging into Data Pocket as the sort of central hub, a bit like I would do with, you know, Google Drive or something. I have to log exactly. into Google and go into mm -hmm. that. No, I'm in the end platforms. I'm in Photoshop. I'm in Figma. I'm exactly. in WooCommerce. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so how you mentioned two types of data, primarily text and images. How does that actually, how does that present itself? So, Typically, I think what we're imagining is a scenario where we've got an image and we want to overlay some data over the top. That might then go out as a social post or something. Wow, new sale, lovely new pair of socks, get 50% off, it's Halloween, something like that. How does how does that work? Are you overlaying? I mean, just how are you, how are you presenting that data to me in, let's say, WooCommerce? Yeah, so um, WooCommerce is the perfect example. So I think... If you are familiar with that, there's something called product pages, right? So uh -huh, each yeah. product page has a certain number of images, a category, a text, a manufacturer, a permalink, it has loads of data. So what we do really is being, imagine you could have your WooCommerce inside of Canva directly, but that data pocket is exactly that. What we do is basically transferring your WooCommerce inside of Canva. So you can select the products that you want on that day and just do a drag and drop onto your, uh, in this case, most people have templates, for example. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, it's true that this is a very visual product. And with five minutes demo, we could probably solve yeah, yeah, all the, so all so the questions. the audio. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's what we got. All, Really, really, all you have to do, and it's super easy. That's why I'm trying to say here is super, super easy. It's just you grab your image and then you just drag it onto your template and it's updated just like that. But you really know that you're using the latest images because it's synchronizing in real time. 
So things like the the text and what have you, if you're using a template, you can sort of say, okay, the, the, the I don't know, the, the product description or what have you, that's <laughs> going to go into this portion of this Canva template. Yeah. So if somebody updates it in WooCommerce... Uh, it'll be it, it'll be synced back down to data pocket and then the person that opens it in canva it they'll be able to drag and drop that new um, that new information right okay yeah. I'm seeing yeah. I'm starting to get it okay all right great yeah. thank you so so tell us about the the breadth and depth of the platforms that you actually touch upon so obviously we've mentioned woocommerce we've mentioned uh, WordPress I guess generally um, as well yeah. uh, we've touched upon canva I think we mentioned figma but what else are you uh, what else are you syncing with yeah so we we synchronize the main platforms um, so we do, for example, um, PrestaShop, Magento, Shopify, BigCommerce, Wix, Squarespace. Um, those are the main platforms. And now we are targeting towards Amazon. I don't know how you pronounce it correctly. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And Target as well. And we also have an API developed. Um, so we give the chance for I would say experienced developers to connect whatever they, it comes to your mind. So we've tried to connect before Instagrams, uh, Twitter accounts, Salesforce, um, anything that has an API and that has images or text can be synchronized with DataPocket. Um, and uh, so that's the sort of the, the the front end web tool, if you like. So you know the, the yeah. e-commerce solution or the API. And then on the other side of things, the design side of things, which it looks like you're dealing with the Adobe suite of products plus Figma mm -hmm. plus Canva. And is that is that where you stop at the moment? So Photoshop, um, Illustrator yeah. and a couple of mm -hmm. others. Yeah, we do After Effects as well, in oh, case yeah. you want to do videos and in design as well. And we are also looking forward to connect um, Adobe Express, which is a new one, and Freepik, which is a Spanish company, very similar to Canva. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so we're exploring more. Options. Yeah, and and is that suite of tools then, by the sounds of it, if you're expanding a little bit, the intention is to get as many tools under your your hood there. But it yeah. seems like you've touched the bases of the uh, the popular ones first time around. So yeah, okay. Yeah. So who who's your ideal customer? I'm guessing that if it's me as a freelancer doing everything myself from graphic design to building the website and all of that, there's not really much utility in this because I know where everything is. It's likely stored on my Mac or something like that. You know, um, this is more about getting larger teams who, you know, maybe asleep at different times of the day or in different parts of the world distributed. Is it more that kind of that, that they're your sort of ideal customer? So we see, we see a bit of everything is, is true that you may have everything on your Mac, but if you play on Figma or Canva, you're going to have to upload those manually each time. And it's going to take you uh, a very long time to find all your images when you have more than 100 products, for example. Yeah. The idea here is that it's true that larger e-commerce are using it more than smaller ones. And we're also working with a large company that has over 2,000 designers. So imagine... Uh, having other designers with the same set of data always up to date. But that's um, because what we do in DataPocket as well is that we do ad hoc 
um, integrations. So if a big, very big company asks, uh, okay, I really need this, but in my own way, so maybe they, they want different categories or different uh, UX from DataPocket, we can do that as well. So we can do ad hoc uh, uh, development for them. Right, right, okay. Um, I'm guessing that if you're consuming all of this data, some of it potentially, certainly for some of the bigger companies, you know, if you're a giant multinational company and you're designing, I don't know, the latest set of trainers or something like that, you know, footwear, you probably really do want to keep that image very, very secure because you don't want your competitors knowing or getting access to it. So let's just talk about that for a moment. Where, where are you keeping all this data? How are you mm -hmm. keeping this in sync? Where are your data centers? Um, do you get an option to sort of keep it in the part of the world where you are located or how does all that work? Yeah. So this is the magic potion from DataPocket, I think is that we don't store any of the images. Uh, we develop um, DataPocket in a way that all we do is we read the e-commerce like you and I, we could do from any e-commerce in the world right now. But what we do is we only ask for the picture when you click on the, on the image. So with, um, with the server, with the cloud server with Amazon, all you do is in that very moment, is the only time you really ask for the picture. And that's when the picture is uh, uploaded and downloaded in real time. And, and the human eye cannot really see that microsecond of, of is it called petition? Petition? Yeah, I know what you mean, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a webhook in there. And in that very moment is when you ask for the picture. So DataPocket is not really storing any of the images at any time. So does that mean that some images, okay, okay, so they're I, always on your backend? Yeah, so uh, I'm just imagining a scenario where me, um, I'm using Photoshop. In order for this to work, I, I need to not just be using it on my machine. Do I need to be using um, the Adobe Cloud in order to make this work? In other words, does that image always need to be somewhere? Because if I've just worked on an image, Data Pocket hasn't consumed it, but it's connected to it. Um, and I switch my computer off and it's only on my hard drive. How does that, how do you get it off there if somebody else suddenly requests it? So um, you do, what you do is first, so obviously if you don't work online, so if you don't have Wi-Fi at that very moment, right. you will have the latest version of the image. So let's say at 1.47, you synchronized your WooCommerce, right? But at 1.48, you're using the Photoshop in your hard drive without any Wi-Fi. If you change the images on that time, they're not really going to change in real time because there's no connection. They will change the next time around that you have a Wi-Fi connection and that synchronization is happening. But in the meantime, we what we do is that we have read your images and your text and your pricing from WooCommerce, which is information that is really publicly available. And then all you do is just in that very moment, when you click on it, is when you really send the image from one side to the other. I got it, I got it. Okay, that, that kind of makes sense to me. So um, yeah. 
T- tell us, so, I mean, firstly, let's just reiterate that point. You're not, you don't have access to this data per se. It's not being stored in any no. kind of data center that you own or anything like that. No. You're just making, no, you're, no. You're, you're being the helpful bridge, the connector between the, the two entities exactly. at the moment that it's required. Yeah, okay. Um, tell us about some of the, the sort of customers that you've got and the kind of uses they're putting it to. I mean, I know you did that a little bit there with the company with 2,000 designers, but maybe... Um, most of the people that are listening to this probably are not working for a company with 2,000 designers. Let's scale it down a little bit. Um, let's let's imagine a company where an agency of 10 or 12 or 15 or 20 people, how does it help those kind of people who are working in the office all at the same time? They can shout across to each other. Is, is there a benefit there or is it, you know, maybe it's not for them? Um, what we're seeing is, for example, we're seeing agencies where they're only specialized on one e-commerce so maybe they have one Shopify client, one WooCommerce client, one Prestige client. Thanks to DataPocket, they can have all the e-commerce inside at the same time, and with access to all. So all their designers. Imagine you have ten, as you said. All of these ten people have access to the three e-commerce platforms at the same time. So what happens here is again. This is the most difficult part to understand because it's technically, it was impossible before, right? But if one of your colleagues is using Figma and I'm using Canva, both of us, we're going to see all the Shopify content, all the WooCommerce content and all the PrestaShop content in the same data pocket account. So that's when, when it really works out because there's, again, no emailing, no uh, quick messaging, no Dropboxes are around with thousands of uh, folders. Uh, everything is on one place, including the text. What if I, let's say that I'm in, oh, I don't know, let's go with WooCommerce. Let's say that I'm in there and I delete something. Um, yeah. And I, I really do delete it. You know, I go to great lengths to make <laughs> sure it's gone. But I didn't mean to. It was an all an accident. And, uh, and it's, it's, but it's now been deleted. It sounds like given the nature of the infrastructure that you've got, if I do that, I've I've done it. It's gone. And it, you won't be able to rescue me because it's not the sort of backup solution that, that, that I imagined yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. So if you delete something from your WooCommerce, it will be deleted from DataPocket. Um, and then that, that, so, okay. So, so there is a so you wouldn't point have, of failure there. If somebody accidentally, the new intern accidentally deletes I mean, the entire. I mean, if you, if you, if you delete the product, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you're going to have a problem with or without data pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting there. Yeah. But I, I suppose, I suppose the, 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 I mean, I don't know. You can tell me, has that been an issue mm-hmm. with the, with the sort of way it's set up? Have you had people come to you mm-hmm. saying, uh, no, I deleted really. something. Help me. No, no, no. Because we we know that it's their problem. That that's why Data Pocket is so helpful. Because we and that's why I wanted to point out about security. And that's something we have in our website. We are not in charge of your backend anytime, and we never store any of your personal data. So that's why if. Well, we never came across this problem, right? Of someone yep. asking us, hey, I deleted something from my e-commerce. Why is it not in Canva anymore? And it's like, well, you deleted it. I think you, f- I think you first need to solve your problem in your backend. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and then it will be again on Canva. <laughs> I just kind of so got used to the, the, the idea that if I delete something in my Google Drive, there's a trash bin somewhere that I can uh, 
I can yeah. return to and say, ah, it's there. Look, I deleted it accidentally, but I've still got it yeah. until 30 days have passed. But the, the, the scenario exactly. here is, is not quite the same. So can you connect multiple things all at the same time? Let's say, for example, I've got, I don't know, uh, two or three e-commerce shops. Is, is that something I can do or is this a connection? Yeah. One account, one you know, one e-commerce uh, account. You can, that's it. you can connect multiple. And I think that's where DataBucket is uh, super helpful for agencies, for example. So a WooCommerce so seen, agency in particular would really benefit from this because they could connect it yeah. to all of their sites. And presumably there's ways of, um, you know, mitigating overlap. So designs for the shoe shop do not collide with designs for the, I don't know, the curtain shop. You can silo them and say, okay, shoe shop stuff goes there, uh, curtain shop stuff goes there, and never the twain shall meet. Exactly. And, and just like that. So you have different spaces. It's called the spaces and work spaces. And then it will work exactly like uh, WordPress. When, for example, you have someone doing your blog post, but you don't want them to have access to your um, pages. So you just give them the permissions of author, right? So it will be something similar. So, for example, it's up to you, really, if you want to have everyone having the same access or different levels of permissions. Okay, so there's permissions in there. You can. What kind of permissions are those? Is it like, you know, view, edit, delete? What? So it's like uh, the permissions that you have is, for example, as you said, uh, do you want the three different WooCommerce to appear? Yep. Or do you want this designer to only have access to one of them? It's just more, more like that. Okay, okay. And um, and so presumably, if this product can scale, you're taking it from let's say one e-commerce shop to two to three to four. Um, I guess that leads us fairly quickly into the pricing model that you've got. I don't know what your pricing model is, but uh, are you ramping it up per connection or ramping it up per amount of data transferred? How is it all working? It's a very good question. So the product is fairly new. It, it got launched in June this year, and We've, what we've done, what we had a strategy at the beginning where it was just about branding because the data pocket was born thanks to Canva. We are partners, we work with them, and we are part of the developers from Canva. So, this was just a deal uh, with them at the beginning to develop a new app to connect e commerce with Canva. But we took it one step farther, right? So, we went to Figma and Adobe, etc. Right, right. The idea, the idea here is that. Uh, well, you've got you're, you're getting the fresh news. To be honest, um, oh nice. Uh, up until now, it was branding, but now, I mean, it was free. Like, I think it was way too free, actually. Uh, <laughs> I like that expression. Now, it's way too free. <laughs> yeah, and now we're gonna start uh, charging for real-time connections. So, for example, WooCommerce is gonna cost you three euros per month. And if you connect to Shopify, then it's going to be another three euros. Okay, so the model is the number of connections that you've got. So if you've got exactly. a team which is using four different tools, you're going to need to connect it in four different ways. And in effect, that's four different kind of packages that you need to throw into your bundle. Exactly. Um, and is there like a base fee if you jump on and just have the one connection? So I don't know, WooCommerce I mean, straight to Canva. Is that How does that work? So the beginning is fairly free. So oh, for nice. example, CS, CSVs are free. 
So if you have, for example, I don't know, the restaurant menu, the doctor's uh, list or whatever, that's for free. But then WooCommerce, for example, you have to pay three euros. Yeah. And there's also AI coming on the way. There's like always AI does. coming on the way. I know, <laughs> I know. We, we, we've done it because of what you just said. <laughs> Everyone is doing it, so we, <laughs> yeah. we have to do it. <laughs> yeah, if there isn't AI, everybody wants to know yeah. why there's no AI. Uh, exactly. Okay, so I've just actually clicked on the um, the pricing page. Uh, so I'm at hey. datapocket.app forward slash pricing. That's the old one. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay, so by the time this comes out, ignore that and go, go and look at the new one. <laughs> but there's a, there's a free model that you can connect <laughs> to uh, one thing, particularly something like a CSV. And then after that, you're going to be paying on a sort of per connection basis. So the more that you ramp up. So it's not it's not dependent on the number of users that are connecting to that. It's it's literally if you've got Canva to, I don't know, and WooCommerce and Figma, that's three. But could you connect 100 people in your team with that same three licensed bundle, if you know what I mean? Right, right. That's, that's the second part of the business model. So right now, when you open the, the pricing, uh, you will see the the second plan, which is pain. Uh, that's a paper seat. So we are going to change it a bit. Uh, maybe not paper seat. Uh, so you don't have to pay per designer. But it's true that we're gonna we're gonna make packages because obviously it could get expensive when a hundred designers yeah are using the platform at the same time, right? Yeah. So there's going to be limitations to that, as well as AI. AI is not going to be unlimited either. Okay, okay, thank you. Okay, just before we yeah. round it off, a um, couple of questions about the, the future and then support. So you've got the product. It's, it's very new. It's hot off the press, um, but you've still got what looks like a fully featured tool with lots of integrations for almost all the things that you would want to do in terms of e-commerce, linking that with almost all the tools that you're probably going to be using for design tell us about any other tools or integrations or thoughts or roadmap items really anything which you've got yeah. as a as a possible roadmap item even if it doesn't transpire what what's the direction you're thinking in the future well this is interesting what we're seeing is uh, larger enterprises asking for ad hoc uh, uh, software so in this case uh larger enterprises as in, I don't know, imagine a clothing brand, which is uh, big. Uh, so something like Data Puppet, but just for them, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's kind of like the future that we are seeing right now that is happening. And on the other hand, probably, I don't want to mess this around too much, but we also have other software products. And our idea is to probably connect all of them together in order to give kind of like a 360 solution for e-commerce mainly. So there's going to be um, automatic playlists of video for, um, um, how do you say this, uh, screens, you know, these screens that are on the shops. Oh yeah, okay, interesting. Yeah. You can keep that in sync and as well, nice. Exactly. And with other software that we have, which is Filkers, that is capable of creating video marketing in real time with e-commerce. So probably we're going to do kind of like a 360 package in there. So an e-commerce can create content automatically without doing anything. That's fascinating. Just the idea that you'd be sitting, I don't know, anywhere in the world playing with your e-commerce uh, website yeah. and safe in the knowledge that 
somewhere out on a high street somewhere a video is playing because you decided it it needed exactly. to be played that's really fascinating yeah, yeah i think we've kind of probably uh, a i think i certainly misunderstood the products at the beginning but i'm definitely getting more of an more of an understanding of what it does now so thank you for that that's the first thing um, and B, understanding that it's a new product, hopefully there's lots of new things coming down the pike very, very soon. So yeah. I mentioned the URL, datapocket.app. You can go there and check it out. If if we were to get into all this, one of the biggest things that I think prevents people is A, the pricing, whether or not that's suitable for them. So we know what that is now. But also the support, how you're going to help us integrate with it. Because it, it does sound like there's a bit of a... There's a bit of a technical burden and figuring out how it all works at the beginning. So how do you support people that you onboard? And then how do you support yeah. people after they've onboarded? Are you like a 24-7? Have you got have you got people all over the world or are you based in Europe? So tell us about the onboarding, yeah. the support that you give. Yeah, it's a very good question. So we, we learned from our mistakes from filters. Uh, and now at DataPocket, you have intercom integrated oh, so nice. yep. you yep. can you can ask any questions and we have two things so we have an intelligent bot that is connected to the help desk and we have created uh, loads of articles that uh, cover most of the questions to be honest and if the question is not resolved we have a team dedicated to jump in and solve your question when it comes to connection mainly. I mean, we've seen people asking for AI uh, because I think everyone is getting used to it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, can you create a catalog for me? And it's like, no, <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's going to, the, the world is changing, technology is changing, and AI um, is beneficial, but it's also becoming a huge problem for uh, for today's uh, society, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're not going to find me arguing with that sentiment. Um, Jorge, if yeah. people have listened to this and they want to get in touch with you personally, where would they do that? Do you have a Twitter handle, email address? What's the best way to get to you? Um, so I'm very active on LinkedIn, to be honest. Like, it's probably my first social media account. But I also have Twitter. I do. Um, it's very easy to find. It's Jorge Casanos. <laughs> Uh, and my email, I don't know if it's going to be very easy to spell it right now. Like probably impossible. <laughs> go on, give it a go. <laughs> so it's Jorge, which is J-O-R-G-E, at, and then this is the difficult part, uh, Ovixia, which is O-V-I-X-I-A dot com. It's on the bottom of the website. It says made with love by Ovixia, O-V-I-X-I-A. Dot com. Okay, that's great. Yeah, thank you. No, we got that. That was fine. Uh, Jorge, yeah. thank you for talking to us today. I do apologize for sort of misunderstanding exactly what it does, but hopefully somebody <laughs> listening to this today will have a, a better understanding and reach out to you. And you never know, you might get yourself some more customers. So thank you for joining <laughs> us today. Really appreciate it. Thanks to you. Thank you for the invitation. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. An absolute pleasure chatting to Jorge all about Data Pocket. As you probably realized, I was a little bit out to sea and not quite understanding what it did, but hopefully Jorge's explanations really left you with the idea that you can sync data between your design software and your e-commerce store and between teams and so on. If you want to find any of the links, they will all be in the show notes, wpbuilds.com. Go there and then search for episode number 360. Please leave us a comment there. We love it when you leave comments on the actual website 
rather than posting them onto social media. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL, and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients, and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by heading to go.me forward slash WP builds. Once more, go.me forward slash WP builds and sincere thanks to GoDaddy Pro for their ongoing support of the WP builds podcast. Okay, that's all I've got for you this week. Hopefully we'll see you at some point. Check out all that we're doing at wpbuilds.com forward slash schedule. Put some of those things in your diary. I'm going to fade in some dreadful AI generated cheesy music and say, stay safe. Have a good week. Bye for now.